Hi guys, I hope you're having a good day. Today's podcast is taken from a session we did yesterday with our graduates. So we have Grid City graduates, Sue the counsellor who normally does sessions with Farah on a weekly podcast. Today she jumped in in one of our sessions called Becoming Unstoppable. In this session we discuss resilience and how to build resilience, what resilience is about and how to almost say no to people but in a, in a way that feels empowering to you rather than rude. Also discuss men versus women in terms of their roles in society. And we go to a lot of deep delve into that information. So hope you enjoy this episode and I'll see you guys after the episode. some training in Birmingham we got caught in I wasn't driving but it was about half an hour of traffic and it was like standstill so we were like there must have been a crash mm. and we went past it because it was still on the road and it was a van that had hit the back of a lorry but the passenger side half was just completely oh. folded in it was mm. I was just a bit like that's yeah and funnily enough not long before that the um, the guy driving was using his phone and I was like there's blue lights up there and there's uh, copper. So I was like, you better put your phone away now. Is that how I usually do it? I'm like, yeah, but there's usually only, you're not usually um, putting three more lives in danger. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, it's not. No, no, but actually, but but it's, you know, it's coming round to that sort of, actually, we need to ask for what, we need to know we can ask for things. So it is that, you know, if I'm in the car and I'm travelling with somebody and they're using the phone, actually it's okay for me to say, please don't do that. Mm. doesn't matter whether there's blue lights ahead. Actually don't do that, because actually that makes me feel really unsafe. uncomfortable, mm. really unsafe. Mm. Um, <coughs> a, because it's against the law, but I don't know. You know I've travelled on the road enough to know that actually just a slight moment's hesitation or is exactly. going to... So it's Split okay, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, because again it's that... Resilience is all part of asking for what we need. You know, so it could be that you know I am feeling down, or so. So what do I do? You know, do I go to somebody? Do I? Is there somebody out there that I can talk to that I know will be okay? Um, what do I want from them? Do I just want them to listen to me because I've had a really crap day, or I've seen an accident? I just want to download to somebody. Um, so the resilience isn't I have to do it all myself. 
it's I need to know what I need to help me through the down part so that when I am down there I've got a toolkit and it'll vary because it'll you know, the different downs will vary so it won't always be oh I'll just go to Fred because Fred's quite good he, he's good for a chat it'll be right you know in that case I'll go to him but it could be I'm just feeling so rubbish I just want to come away from the world and I want a day by myself so is that okay mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it should Classes. be. Yeah. People make you feel mm. like it's not okay. Yeah, what do they call it? Unsociable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be by yourself, or you don't want to, yeah. you just want a day on your own just to be. Yeah, people can perceive it as that. Mm. Don't be miserable. Yeah. yeah, just label it as, or probably label it as, oh, depressed, but not. I don't know. Mm. Not really thinking about actually the the weight of their words and. If I yeah. use this word, so I should make a better pen, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find one. <laughs> That's good. I pinched it out very much. Selfish. Mm. What does that mean? I to don't. People? I don't think that should be seen as a bad thing, though. I think you should be allowed to be selfish and just think of yourself sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Because we spend so much time trying to please other people. Yeah, so true. And for what you feel worthless because. It's almost like um, whatever you do is not good enough. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be good enough for everyone. No. And who does it have to be good enough for? Just yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, true. I think it's being strong enough to be able to do that as well. Yeah. Because when you come things. into that category, you're also, you know, if you're not doing something that's selfish, it's so hard to say no to people. Mm. People pleasing. Yeah. Sorry. So, right, so if, if you want to be selfish. Yeah, it's, it's not that easy to be selfish. It isn't for me. I'd like to be. But I'm one of these people that find it really hard to say no. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just easier just to get on with it and just, without causing any issues or mm-hmm. bother. But how does that make you feel afterwards? Knackered. <laughs> <laughs> Things you can't be responsible for how someone's going to perceive what you say. You could say it to someone. No, I like, know. You know what? I'm, I'm just not in the mood today, and they would understand. <laughs> and somebody else might go, "Oh, well, I've asked so many times." Yeah. But I know, it's, I tu- know it's tough. Do you know what I mean? Just what, try not to saying. think about it. Absolutely. And, and you know it is because it's because that word selfish is so loaded, isn't it? Mm. It is. It's almost like a swear word. Yeah. You're selfish. It is. It's aggressive. It is aggressive, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's okay to be. Exactly, because it's self-care. It is self-care. You know, it starts very similar, the same letters. It's self. In fact, four, I can't count. (laughs) 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 So yeah, it's, you know, it's that, it's okay. Because by asking for what I need actually makes makes it better for me that I can look up. Somebody this morning said it's yeah, in, a, in an aeroplane when the oxygen masks come down what's, what do they say to you to do before you start helping people? Put it on yourself Put it on first. yourself. Yeah. Is that selfish? No. 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 You're not much used to other people if you've passed out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So maybe it's thinking about how much use am I to people if, if I'm not looking after myself. 
if I'm not looking after myself, one of the things that can happen is we can feel resentful. Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. I'm always looking, I'm always thinking of other people. Why can't they think of me? You know, you've gone out there and you've made yourself a cup of tea. Where's mine? Mm. You know? And it, so it, it can bubble up and it can come out somewhere else. You know, and you think, wow, oh, I overreacted there. Oh, oh, oh gosh, you know, what happened? And then we, forget, we fall into that shame. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Oh, I shouldn't have thought of myself. I shouldn't have been selfish. I should have, yeah, oh, I should, I should just either, you know, sit here and shut up, not do anything. Okay. Whereas it could have been, do you know, I'd really appreciated a cup of tea when you were making one. It would have been really nice. So it's that, you know, because it, it, you know, it, it really makes me feel cared for or whatever, for who it depends on you. Could be, not your boss, you know, maybe <laughs> thing to say. But, you know. I always offer my boss a cup of tea, actually, when she pops up. She's not in very often, so. Yeah. Sometimes she says yes, or sometimes she's already got one, so it doesn't matter. But. Yeah. Yeah. But would you like her to make you? Her to make you? Uh, she did earlier, actually. Mm. And she asked. So. Yeah. So, and, and it's that nice feeling, isn't it? You know, yeah. that's, that's why we all, you know, it's a big part of that group, and it's all being, that being accepted. And, um, you know, we did the drama triangle before, and it's that, well, I, oh, I can't, I can't ask. Why can't I ask? What's that going to say about me? You know, oh, I need to be the one that's that's that's, that's doing that helping. Well, why? You know. So, what are we getting from that part of it? Um, so, yeah, self care. It's a good thing. Question: Is it if you're um, cause I'm not father, but as mothers, do they struggle with that the most? Do you think, or is it because? Uh, so we have about eighty percent female clients here, so I do a lot of coffees and chats with a lot of ladies, about thirty five to fifty five years old, and there's a s similar theme running through them that they all care for their children, and then they get to that age where it's like, oh jeez, I forgot about myself, yeah. and then they try almost trying to piece themselves back together a little bit because they've just forgotten about themselves. I think it's perceived as a woman as well, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely, but you know, and it's embedded. It seems to be almost embedded. That's right. You're a mother, so therefore this comes along. This yeah. is you know part of the job description, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So to not do that is that frowned on by it, society? It's another. Then? Sorry to interrupt. It's another thing. Like <coughs> this is probably a societal thing. People, you know, it's perceived that you're selfish if you look after yourself. It's perceived that a woman is maybe being neglectful or lazy if she, if she dares to have like one day off or ask for someone to you know, look after her kids for one day when she's yeah. twenty. You know, she's a mother 24 hours a day 365 mm -hmm. days a year and it's the same with dads as well. I was going to say but how do you feel because you're a dad it, it, yeah it's, it's tough for me obviously That's being good. wanting to be full time but I can't because of the split so I'm a part time dad which is really difficult um, so yeah, I I mean, if she she'll say to me, um, my ex partner, some days she's like, today, you know, can you have her overnight, or can you have her for a few hours? I just need a break, and you know, I can I'll accommodate that where I can because I think yeah, it's fair. She's pretty much working full time and other stuff going on, so. So where mm. do you think the pressure is for men then? If if we're sort of Women, we're mothers, and so where 
where's the similar sort well, of men, men are expected to well firstly men only have two weeks paternity leave which is not enough well for me it wasn't well, enough really although <laughs> I it was it was kind of lucky for me I ended up having almost four weeks because it was right you know I'm actually thankful my daughter was she came late later than her estimated due date so where it fell was I had one week went back to work for four days then was off I was working at school so I was off for the Christmas period so it really worked out nicely but still it was only four weeks um, and then they're expected to just you know, you've just become a dad so you, you have literally two weeks that's nothing to bond with your child and then you're back to work Yeah. and then no one asks no one ever asks how you're doing no, absolutely. they always ask how Okay, ask how the woman's doing first, fair enough, but then nobody ever considers the dad, mm-hmm. the man, because you're all right, you? you're back at work and you're yeah, doing... Exactly, so, what, so your pressure is work. Because you need to provide. Yeah, you need yeah, to provide. You're the provider. Yeah. It's and a common word of man up, isn't it? Get on with it. Exactly. Oh, We're crying about. Yeah, men aren't allowed to cry. Yeah. Yeah, grow a pair, you know. Grow a pair. Trust me, the amount of times I cried in the last year... Well, that's cool, but I needed to. So it's, it's interesting how society puts a lot of pressure on us as well. Mm. Um, Jung refers to it as the collective unconscious. So we all go through this, it's like, you know, boys like blue, girls like pink. Actually, oh. originally, pink was a boy colour. Yeah, I know. You know, and it's that. <laughs> so where, where does that come from, you know? And again, it's that because it's those expectations. So we have those oh, so pressures there. reveal things that they do. They do a gender reveal, and it's all pink confetti or blue confetti. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Again, is that so? We accept that. So it's that yeah, we're accepting true. that it's not okay to be selfish. Well, who told us that, and why is that? And is it wrong? So it is that sort of stuff. Well, actually, I want some time for myself. It's that actually. If I do this, what are the consequences? If the consequences aren't, you know, the kids are going to starve, you know, I'm going to lose my job, um, then actually it's that, well, and what am I going to gain from this? And that's where the resilience comes in again, it's that, you know, being able to make decisions for yourself because of your situation rather than going along with what is expected Mm. of you. Because if we if we hold a, if we're responsible for our emotions and our decisions, Do you mind if I close that door? yeah, no, go for it. Yeah. Um, you know, that's, it means that when we have when we're in those down moments, we we know that we actually have the resources to bring ourselves up because we can look to ourselves to do that. Is the way of like finding it or building it or creating it or? It, it again, it, it's that. Going again, it, it like you suddenly were saying, so putting in that new pathway, you know, start. So it's that right. Well, this is the way I've always done it, um, and yeah, because you know I'm a mum, so therefore I do have to do all this, and I'd really just like to have five minutes off, or you know, ring somebody up and say, you know, do you know what? You take, can you take the kids for a bit? But you know, I can't do that. So uh, yeah, so but that makes me really cross because then I'm going to snap at the kids. You know, when I get back, so um, so when it yeah when it's when it's when it's tough times, it's like I haven't got that voice to talk. I haven't got that ability because 
you know, it's just not expected of me. Whereas if I practice it, there may come a time when I really need to use that voice. And I really need to say, I really do need some help at this moment in time. Um, and, you know, and, and I've practiced that and I feel okay about it. The first few times you feel a little bit uncomfortable and it's that, I'm not sure I'm meant to be doing this. But it's that looking at, what did I gain from it afterwards? Was it okay to do it? And the first time is always going to be the worst time. Because you're going against what's normal. Mm. But what if there's no one to help? There will be. Do we have to help no. someone? So if there isn't somebody to help, what do you do? You have to help yourself. Mm. But then if you're not in a place mentally to help yourself... One of the... I go to um, a lot of talks by a lady who, who runs a company called Pods, um, and it's Positive Outcomes for Dissociation Survivors. So um, it's people who've had trauma, um, and what she suggests, and, it, and it's, it's irrelevant for everybody, I think, is, is we have a toolkit. So it is that, right, so when this is happening, where do I go? Because sometimes, especially when you're in a lot of distress, you don't have that ability to think, who do I need to go to? What do I need? It's that, right, well, if this is happening for me, I literally sometimes, I can go and I can have a list of, right, this is what I need to do, especially if it's extremely distressing. It's right, right, I need to sit down and I need to ground myself. And then I need to ring this number or I need to go and I need to be in this place because that's where I feel safe. Um, so it's that sort of, right, well, in the moments when we're calm and we can think rationally, it's that, right, okay, if I'm in that situation, if I'm feeling down, well, because we've all been down, so how did I get out of that? What was the thing that helped me get out of that place? Is it a case, you mean literally writing things down and literally having a toolkit? Yeah. To toolkit? Yeah, it, well, it's, again, it's what helps how people you know, want to do it. It could be, um, you know, because it's really good when you're when you are feeling down and you're is to have different sensory so it could be when I'm feeling like this do you know what it's really good for me to go and watch that film because it really makes me laugh or that song you know it's a little bit sad but actually it suits my mood and I can actually maybe have a good cry to that song because actually that's what I really need I need to let all this out well, smells, smells are, are very evocative, so good, good times and things like that. So it's getting to know you, and it this all feels a little bit weird, maybe, but because that's because we're looking at what we want and what we need, rather than what we think we should be doing. But it's that's something you do in private anyway, so you shouldn't worry, should you? Because there's no one going to look at you and go, "What the hell are you doing?" Nicely. <laughs> And yeah, and I th again, it's that little bit about oh, we have to do it in secret, yeah. you know, because nobody should see us looking after ourselves. Wouldn't it be lovely if we just went? Sorry, fuck it, I'm feeling really pissed off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I want to go smell the roses, you know. It's a bigger shock, you swear. It's not a video, so it's fine. It's not a video, so it's 
reality we live in. Something so a little bit shocking. Mm. Why? You don't, you don't recommend. You don't recommend well, swearing all that. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I started a phrase, and then I'm saying, oh, I'm old enough to, to make a decision, and I don't want to do that. And I've started doing <laughs> yeah. certain things that I don't want to do. Yeah. Not. I mean, you didn't have to get to this age though, to be able to say that. I know. Could have. Yeah. No, because as you get older, I don't know why you just feel as if you can be a little bit more uh, verbal with your. Yeah, it's silly though. It's, you should have to get. Yeah, but I don't know. It just seems to come, doesn't it? With mm. Yeah, and I think it, it is that, isn't it? It's that little bit. And also, a little bit of practice self confidence, maybe. Yeah, I suppose you know? you've seen enough of life to think. Oh, yeah, right, no, I've maybe. been I, through all of this stuff before. I just think you know, I'm at an age now where I shouldn't need to do something I don't want to do. So I just say. I don't. Sorry, I don't want to do that. Mm. Was that point that triggered that for you? Well, there's certain things that I don't particularly like doing, and I got to the point where, I, which is parties, which is why I said yesterday, I really don't like going to parties. Okay. And uh, I got to the point where I was so I just don't want to go to any more, mm. and so I just say, I'm oh, sorry, but no, I don't wish to. Mm. I'm not so, lucky. Like, like, I've got a job. By saying no. <laughs> you got like, a job by saying no. Yeah, they phoned me <laughs> up and they said to me, Do you want a job in a call centre? I went, No, I can't do call centres. And I said, Oh, we've got something else for you then. We have a driving right. job for the you know, Royal Mail. Yeah. So if I turn in one job down, they offered me that's something good. else. That's like, good, yeah. 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 Excellent. I didn't know that bit. <laughs> it's almost yeah. that cliche of yeah. that door closed, so yeah. they're like, oh, Okay, but there's something else there. Yeah. Just because you're going to say no to something doesn't mean there's not another opportunity. Kind of reminds you of. Um, the other story about Sylvester Stallone when he made Rocky, Dungeon just know it. Mm. Where he was like homeless. Mm. No, he had, I think he had like $150 yeah. in his yeah, bank. He, had to sell his dog. he sold his dog yeah. for like $50. Um, he had this, he, which he, I think he watched a boxing match and then he got inspired to write Rocky. So he spent there for 20 hours straight writing the script for it. He showed it to, he was like an actor, but no one wanted to hire him pretty much. And then he gave the script to some um, uh, directors and, like, yeah, we'll take the script but we don't want you acting as the part. Mm. And they're after him, like, I think it was like 100,000, quarter of a million, but he still turned it down. Mm. So he goes broke, turned it down, and finally said yes, but gave him peanuts for acting, but obviously then it led to all the rest of it, like best screenplay or something, or best film or something like that. Never took a but yeah, and that's like, similar thing, isn't it? That resilience yeah. thing, and that, yeah. that when you're just speaking, that reminds you of that, yeah. saying no to something, but and yeah. that yeah. comes up. It's, it's also not giving up on something. He obviously believed yeah. in it enough mm. to go, actually, you know, know what? I yeah. want to be the star. Okay. Yeah, believed mm. in himself. Yeah. That actually he was able to do that and wanted to do that. Yeah, so it's absolutely it's yeah. that sort of it's okay to to put me first if I want to. Yeah, but wouldn't it be nice to say if you could do it all the time, you didn't have to get to a certain age or mm. you know make excuses. Absolutely, you know. One of the things that's, that's quite interesting, it, it may be something to try, is if you don't want to do something, say no, but don't try and justify it. Mm. Yeah, just say no. Just say no. Actually, no, I'm sorry, I don't like you say, no, sorry, don't want to do that. See how that actually feels, not having to justify yourself. How often do we have to do that? Well, I feel terrible. You don't have to have got to remember that. You've got to remember that. It's almost like being really rude. 
That's how it feels to me. Do you know, no, thank you. Yeah. Do you know my son's absolutely fantastic? No, thanks. My son's absolutely fantastic at it. Yeah. What, saying no? Yeah, brilliant. You know, and he doesn't justify himself, but everybody just accepts it. Now, if it's sort of like... Because he's always done it. Yeah, I suppose. But it's kind of like with me, it's... If you say, Mum, and if I say no, I'd feel like crap. Do they ask you why, though? You say no. No. Well, don't worry about it, then. No, <laughs> it's not bothered them, is it? It's kind of like, oh, that's a bit... Yeah. Mum's a bit off. <laughs> well, or, or are we assuming that? Are we assuming that's what they're thinking? I've yes. done it, and it's sort of like, Mum, you're OK, you didn't sound right. <laughs> it's me, Mum. Yeah. It's kind of like, Mom, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not really. Uh, well, we all know what fine is, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, Women yeah. say that a lot. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, do you know what fine is? Come on, what's it? I'm uh, fucked up, insecure, and you're I like it. it. <laughs> Another response. <laughs> <F-bomb. laughs> I'll never say I'm fine again. Or if you do, you'll go. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Yeah. And men know that you're not, but you still won't tell them what's wrong. Works both ways. It does. Battle it does sexes. work both ways. <laughs> it does work Maybe. both ways. Stop fighting now. Yeah. Because it's going to be so. We wouldn't normally ask you. So you wouldn't normally tell us anyone. Why wouldn't you ask? Because <laughs> we wouldn't Because you're all right. Because you're a man. You go back to work and you're a man. Mm. Do we have that old person? No, they don't. No. So that, but it's even harder. But they've been made to feel like they can't because yes, yes. because they have to be a man. Because yeah, you've yeah. got to yeah. it's not, it's be not a man. Sure. What the hell's that? My ex-partner used to say that. Just that phrase. I'm like, what does that even mean? No, it's doesn't, really that doesn't mean anything to me. It's so empty words. Yes, profanity. What has happened this week? Yeah, this last month. What B word here? The F word there? No one say the C word. I think with a vengeance. It's really different. Um, I mean, if my daughter hadn't moved to Europe, I wouldn't be going to Europe and seeing how other people live as often. Mm -hmm. Um, She lived in Copenhagen for about seven years. And like when you were talking about um, male paternity leaves, Florian got ten weeks off. Her husband got oh, 10 weeks amazing. off, full pay, oh. and he also had the choice of um, Tisha going back to work after six months and then he taking over from her. Oh, so they can, can take, swap it. Yeah, they can swap it. They mm. can do that. And in, they well, moved to Germany. That was Copenhagen. But then they moved to Germany another 10 weeks again. I mean, they, they went to Australia. They'd done all sorts in that time that he had off. So they have to move to Europe. But here, if a father takes that time off, even if you, even though you're entitled to your paternity leave of ten bloody days, it's frowned upon. Oh, he's not much of a man, is he? What's he doing taking time off work to look after a baby? This is how other men talk. I've heard it. Yeah, it's disgusting. You know, I've heard other men men without children. No. this is men with children. You know, oh, these are the so old imagine. yuppies. Oh, I don't you know, that children. you're only successful if, you only, if you've had four heart attacks. Those kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, Christ. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is this old... Oh, it's the old mentality, yeah. yeah. It's, and it's pretty naff. 
But I would have to say something if I ever heard women find it really attractive when a man re- is really looking after his child yeah. and he cares for his child. Just press and spending down. genuine time and enjoying themselves with it. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I, d- I just think it's a crazy world that we live in. I think the younger generation are sort of like fighting back. Mm. It's kind of like, I don't care. My kids, and I'm looking at my son's generation, the young, yeah, I mean, he's 31, so a lot of his friends around him have got children. And as dads, they're pretty amazing. And they will do what needs to be done. And they, you know, they don't care about who thinks Who's what about it at all. I mean, I know Dan was one of them. He, um, his wife was teaching and he took time out and he was a house husband. Hmm. You know, the roles were reversed. That's quite an actually. Fantastic. Had a I'll lot of respect for him. He was mm. brilliant at it. You know, just because a woman has boobs, it doesn't make her, you know, mother incarnate. Mm. Dads can be brilliant, if not better. And I just don't think people here are given the opportunity to do it. But isn't it interesting how we feel that we can't change? Yeah. Oh, it's the new generation yeah. that are changing. Yeah. It is. But actually, how we can do the same. Yeah. You know, and it is that. It's okay. You know, maybe it's more acceptable for younger, you know, you say the younger generation to say, I'm not going to justify myself. That doesn't stop us from not doing the same. Mm. Mm. I think it's getting out that rut, it's getting out that mindset, isn't it? And yeah. that we is are. practicing it. Yeah. Well, where are we now? We're like almost in, it'll be 2020 soon. So we're almost like, what time Still would that have been? 60s, 70s? Flying cars, right? That sort of mentality. <laughs> so in 2020, that would be like 30 years. So it's like, it is a big shift, I think, in in the generations. Do you think like technology is speeding that process up? Because I feel like it is, like you can access so much more information, find out more things, mm. so things become well, more acceptable because you, you see more visually, you see different yeah, things. Yeah, well, like, Facebook is like, good for... Um, in the 50s you couldn't move as freely than... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's knowing that um, you don't have to have like a support group as such, like, like this, is, this is similar, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But Facebook have got them, like I joined one that's for husbands and dads just husbands and dads because yeah my couple of my friends have said that yeah, I'm because, shocked. I was like yeah I've got a dad yeah I mean it's like, it's really cool I feel like you need that like you can have parent things mm-hmm. like, but it's not the same it's not the same as a dad going and speaking to a load of dads there's always been women's ones there, be and there always will be because yeah it's, it's really interesting actually because like this last last year, I was setting up something called MK Ladies, right. and I've also <gasps> taken out something called MK Men. Yeah. So, because it was that feeling that actually, why? Because there well, are some things that be. women want to talk about by themselves, and there's some exactly. things yeah. that men want to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Well, I hadn't started it oh, yet. I was just oh, wondering okay. whether there was a need for it. Yeah. I think yes. it would be absolutely. I would say, as a Definitely. single dad, yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. I went to a. Um, it was a dad's group at. Um, there was a place called Hedgerows in Netherfield. And that was just other dads there. And I was like, oh, this is different. And it was, <laughs> you know, and actually, I didn't even talk to anyone for a while, but I didn't feel the need to. And then eventually I sat down and got chatting with one of the guys. But it was just so jumping nice. jumping out of that it, box, isn't it? Yeah, but it felt fine. It felt normal. Yeah. You, know, there were, you know, there were women there running it, but 
They will. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> but it making the tea. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? They offered me a cup of tea when they came in. A reception. I didn't say what I was thinking. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm just gonna have a nap. (laughs) 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 There needs to be a lot more out there as well for men who split up from their partners and do find it very, very difficult with children because children are used as pawns and women are absolutely brilliant at doing that. Yes. <laughs> Don't stop that. <laughs> but no, Don't but worry. men do... I mean, I I see so many lovely, lovely fathers. Mm. Really great dads. And... Fighting to spend time with their kids. Yeah, break some heart. When that's all they want to do. Yeah, and all I can see is... I get... No disrespect to women, but something happens yeah. to them. It's I'll like they turn into these creatures that you don't recognise anymore. Mm. And well, it's kind of like, no, you're not seeing the child. You're no, 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 if you don't do this, you're not going to see them. And it's like they <laughs> become pawns and those poor kids get screwed up over it. You know, and they don't get to spend the time with their father who absolutely adores them. I mean, I've got a situation with a friend at the moment, such a kind, loving dad, done so much for them when he was in a relationship. They had, had an amicable split up. She ended up with this guy who's an absolute loon and he doesn't get to see his children because he wants to control this situation and has completely isolated him. And he's absolutely beside himself because, you know, and then people end up in this shock scenario. Oh, you know, father doesn't want to know. He's given up. Well, it's kind of like, do you know why he gave up? It's not giving up. It's how was he pushed out of it? Mm. And it's then it's kind of like anything for a quiet life. Yeah, I've wondered before, like, I'm one of those guys that I want to be in her life. If I had the opportunity to have her full-time, 100%, I'd do it at, at the drop of a hat. Um, and, yeah, I always wondered, like, how can a man just walk away? But I see sometimes how my ex-partner can be and I think if they're getting that day in day out and they're constantly having to fight and they're having to prove themselves Mm. it's going to get exhaustive you're going to make yourself ill so yeah I mean it would I hope for damn sure that it never gets to that point I mean I'd I would never walk away anyway but yeah it's is that proving is that when you said prove yourself is that a man thing you have to prove. No, no, as no, in, no, as in like, people expect men to prove. No, yourself. no, what I'm right. saying is um, they, they make no. you feel like you have to prove your worth. That's what I meant, that's what I meant. Is that the, 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 the yeah, mothers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that like but people think, expect yeah, men absolutely. to prove themselves? Like, yeah, and I think it's a whole sort of No, I don't that. think that. I, 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 I just think, think in that situation men. it makes you. I've felt a little bit like that. I've felt a little bit like that a couple of times and almost undermined. Whereas I know. What can I know I can cope with her because I can manage it and you know but it's, it's, it's this business about that so uh, you know the suicide rate the highest suicide rate isn't it is men it's, between it's men. 30 um, because you know there's that 
you know, there's no space to talk. You know, we're not, you know, so she said, it's that proof, you know, be a man. So manly, you know, big boys don't cry. And it's like, well, of course they do. You know, um, and yeah, so again, it's that, if we could change that, it would then, you know, release it for lots of people. It was not, not just men, but women as well, I think. Yeah, they do say that the unluck is, I've read and heard that if you unluck the man to show his feelings and emotions, that unlocks a lot of things in the world, if you like. Mm. Just allows permission for other men to do the same, and then mm-hmm. females will to that anyway. And then <clears throat> yeah, so what would we like to do? What would we like to do? You know, because there must be, again, it, it, you know, these social norms. You know, it's that, why? Why is it? Why is somebody telling us what we should, should do? Shoulds and oughts are somebody else's, they're never our own. I should do this. Why? Maybe it's that. So the next time, oh, I should do this. Okay, why did I just say should? And who, who's, why, whose should am I trying to do? And is it for my benefit? And is it going to be good for me? Or can I be a little bit selfish? And exercise some self-care and go, no. <coughs> oh. <laughs> 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 no, actually, I'm sorry, it's not convenient. No, at the because moment. Well, I don't need to say because. Just say no. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you is better. Yeah, it's yeah, just like no, rather than no, if that doesn't feel comfortable, it's that. No, I'm sorry, I can't. Because Kay said that a couple of times when I've been around. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'll just leave it. I'm like, all right, it's very clear. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, it, and I'm fine with that, I'll just move on. Or... I find I say sorry all the time, it automatically. Yeah. Like, yeah. So stop saying sorry it's like I can't <laughs> 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 yeah, it's I'm sorry I'm sorry yeah. I can't say sorry <laughs> but yeah. yeah is that a guilt thing when you say sorry or is it yeah and again, it's, it's a nervous thing it's, as well it's, isn't it's it it's nervous, just nervous yeah, yeah there's lots of things yeah, it's, yeah. I found doing um, some training for work actually that we were doing something to do with how you coach people through something or it was something else Difficult conversations at work, yeah, and I—I didn't even know how many times I was saying sorry, but they were like, "You're coming across as like apologising for something that wasn't your fault." So that really made me think, and you know, I've, there's a couple of difficult members of staff at my work that actually try and undermine me quite a lot, and other people, and a bit of gossiping and all that kind of stuff. But um, I don't—I can't remember the last time I said the word sorry work because actually I know that I'm doing my best mm. and still improving and I'm not going to apologise for it's like they do I don't know I don't even know what they wanted me to apologise before apologise for before but you know they've still they've still got annoyed at stuff <laughs> and um, and aiming it at me but I look at it and I think well that was out of my control or it's nothing to do with me so mm. I don't say sorry and it's so I feel I'm, so much I'm better I'm curious as to why this is my problem mm. yeah we have um, I work with a group of women and there's quite two particular women that are very um, opinionated mm. and judgmental and um, I'm, I'm quite a strong character but I Try it, like you're saying, I don't rise to it. They, mm. they do throw quite a few comments my way, but about I you, just kind of general things, but it's but you know. indirectly, di- yeah, mm. directed at me. Yeah, so but I don't rise to it mm. because I've kind of, I've over 
over mm. the years I've kind of tried to like say, be more resilient and not um, yeah. kind of hold but back. You know, sometimes yeah. doing it just I want to, to say get a rise something. Out of I want to say something, but I don't because I think, well, I've got to work with these people. Yeah. So I try to sort of just be nice and mm. um, not rise to to what they, you know, mm. the comments that they say. So yeah. that's quite difficult for me yeah. to have to do that because yeah. I'm quite a strong-minded person and I. You want to I challenge them straight away. I, sometimes my mouth engages before my brain, <laughs> which is quite cool. So it kind of like, I'll just blurt something out and then think afterwards, I shouldn't have said that. Mm. So, but, so I've, been, I've learned to be more resilient now and not yeah. think before I speak. Brilliant. So okay. yes, so it's that, the, if we think of this as our brain, this is the uh, amygdala, this is the emotional part of our brain, this is a very primitive part of our brain. So when we're triggered, that's the bit that, that's being triggered. Mm. Um, and generally, so that bypasses, yeah, our, mm. our cortex comes offline because that's the emotion. <gasps> You're saying that to me. Um, so by sort of taking that breath, bring that online and go, right, I'll either step out of this because what she's trying to do is bring me into her triangle. Yeah. She's bringing me in. Do I want to be here? She wants a reaction. She wants a reaction. Mm. She, wants yeah. a reaction. Yeah. she knows I don't want to be part of the triangle. That's right. Yeah. So no, thank you very much. This has come online. Yeah. I don't want to be part of that. So how do I get out of this in a way that doesn't damage her? Yeah. And that's what you're doing. And that, as you say, and that's that resilience, because mm. we cannot have resilience when we're functioning from this point here. Because mm. this is just fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you've got this bit online as well, you could make decisions that are helpful for you. But yeah, it, it's not, and I suppose something, there's something about thinking also when people are trying to drag you in, it's because they're <coughs> taking responsibility for their emotions. Yeah. So they're trying to give them to you because they can't cope with them. Yeah. So it's, I'm giving them to you and you're going, no, actually they're not mine, so, yeah. you know. Pass them back. Pass them back, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's about deflecting it back. Because yeah. I've managed, I've learned, thinking back on it now, like I almost do it um, without thinking. But these two, and it's two women, um, the there is a man that works there who I think to begin with was a bit drawn into it but I feel possibly as as another male there he, he sympathises with me a bit more perhaps but yeah these two on their own are alright it's when they're together um, yeah, it's <coughs> definitely that right they, they come in like up here mm. angry and almost as if I should yeah you do something about this kind of thing um and I'll just go in, and I learned to do this actually towards the end of, of my relationship, and it still didn't help, but just taking that breath and keeping my voice exactly how it is, not raising it, not coming across as angry. And then, you know, eventually they come down, they try and poke me to get a reaction or or I'd give get me into warning, something. <laughs> well, no, I, honestly, I, I, called, I, called, I, called, I called those two and... No. <laughs> get out. Listen, get the other day, I, I'm the team leader, the team. Oh, okay. yeah, where I am, and the other day I, I felt like a teacher pulling three yeah. kids aside because, and this, this was due to nothing even to do with me, I wasn't even there. It was uh, towards the end of a late shift, one of our other team leaders had, had, had told the told them what was going to happen he was going to bring our car back about 10 o'clock um anyway it was just after 10 o'clock he knocked on the door one of the staff members one of my um, um full-time members of staff was upstairs um 
on a sleeping <coughs> with people sleeping there. It's um, a care home. And uh, she just basically shouted out the window, said, put it through the letterbox. But he was like, I know exactly how she speaks to people, so I would assume that she was quite rude. Mm. Um, now, he's not one to take that line down, so I assume there was a bit of a back and forth. Um, out of principle, we thought, no, I'm not putting it through there. And actually, he was quite uncomfortable with doing that. Mm. She could have come downstairs, opened the door, taken the keys. Anyway, so I come in after that weekend off, and I, I get it straight away. And then the other woman, who actually wasn't even there, she'd spoken to him earlier on the phone, she started at me. And there was two service users in the front room. She was literally by the door, and then she swore. And I said, please don't swear in front of the service users. Um, she then like almost hit the roof. I was like, right, I'm gonna go then. As in, leave. I went, okay, that's fine. I'll call the manager and let her know. And funnily enough, she didn't, after I said that, she didn't go anywhere. But it carried on and I'm like, right, this is ridiculous. So I, was, I called everyone into this other room. And then they started to go at me. I was like, stop. I said, just listen to me for a second. I was like, I've heard three different versions. So I'd heard, you know, the guy that came, I'd heard his version of the story and these two women. Uh, even though they both kind of knew what happened, it was both very different stories. I'm like, doesn't matter. We've got the car keys back now anyway, so let's forget about it. Like, what the hell is going on here? It was like anarchy almost. <laughs> and yeah, it was the first time I've ever had to do that. But I think, I feel like actually they respected it. They did shut up because I basically told them in not so many words. But I was like, just listen to me for a second. Mm. You know, and they were all like standing basically against the wall. And, uh, <laughs> Seeing that court, I'll be but, yeah. <laughs> but from when I started to now, I could, uh, you know, back then I probably could never imagine doing that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because we all get. I feel like the, I've still it. got a lot of way to go, especially with the two women in terms of respect. I feel like. Are you the, old? Are you younger? Than I'm you? the youngest. Yeah. Mm. So there is definite. Yeah. You know, jealousy, I think, and resentment because one of the ladies has gone for the role there twice before, um, and just hasn't got it. So, hello. Excuse me, interrupting. Ah, can you tell me when you're finished here? It should be half seven. Um, half seven? Yeah. Okay, sorry, I'm a wee bit early for that one. No worries. Yeah, um, it's your busy place. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, sometimes it's dead. <laughs> 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 I was like, it's a party tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, I got to. Anyway, I've done enough talking. But <laughs> sorry. And it just comes in. Because I was one of a young supervisor at Seven to Self. I was about 25, 26 when I managed a team. And you get that kind of power struggle. Mm -hmm. But the best thing I found was is, is almost tackling it first and going, I've been in five different London stores. And every time I went to a new store, I had a different strategy when I went into it. So when I went into like the final stores, you know, I literally called them all in and said, these are my expectations from day one. Mm -hmm. And that kind of nailed a lot of things on the head. And some people didn't agree, some people disagreed, which is fine. Yeah, you can't please and them. then the people who, are, who, who have been there too long and we always do it this way and not quite, you know, conforming to where we should be doing things, just kind of dwindle off and go, well, yeah. they die off because you've, you've led the team one way and, and that one person's now isolated, mm. you're going to join or not, yes yeah. or no, and to kind of, and that's kind of helped me a lot, and I think, just setting expectations mm. all the time and, mm. and going to those people and dealing with them directly helped I me. I think people appreciate it as well. 100%, because I, I always call people out as well, I say to you, do you want to be here? I literally say, you look like you don't want to be here, 
yeah. been here 10 years are you happy in this job and some people go actually no I'm not happy I said why wouldn't you leave yeah, exactly. and, and I would say to them I would say don't to them expect you to say that no no, no. I would say to them I'll, I'll help you to leave you want. I'll, yeah. I'll, where, where are you looking to go and let's get you in a happy place why do you want to be in this miserable yeah, you're going to be not making you you're 30 it's years old right. you could be another 35 years old well, yeah, I've had. Because they do, and they say, and they say no, and then. But I've had smaller vision. I've had two divisions. They are. You've got to manage that. They are a couple of. They're making you difficult, aren't they? Yeah, they are difficult, but they're lovely. Like, well, one of them is business, though, isn't it? If you're talking, one of them I get on better with than the other. The other one is a little bit. You can't, sometimes you just can't work her out, but I think... Uh, yeah, are they good at what they do? Yes oh. and no. They're, they're at so the place, no, right. <laughs> no, no, let, let, like, the general day-to-day is fine. They, they just want to do that. They yeah, just want to be there, do enough, not ever go, like... But if, you, if you've set the, the bar extra, higher than that, then yeah. they've got to go... Yeah, I mean, I, 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 have, have to go. I try. They have to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Otherwise, they're going to drag you down, and then when it comes to it your is, promotion, they'll be like, "Dan's team get, can't yeah, handle it." It is going to get close to, and it falls on your shoulders. Well, it's going to get to me. I think having a word with the with the manager soon. I don't think both of them need to go. I think if one of them went, then we'd be sorted. It's the two of them together. Yeah. It's like it's, like it's like the naughty kids in a, in a class. Yeah. If you split them up, then it's like my. They're all right. I was saying about the two ladies that work on my team. That's like. On their own, one of them's lovely. Yeah. Nice as pie to me. Mm. Oh, do you but manage together, them or do they? No, no, no. Are they a separate team? Yeah. We just work in one team. That's hard, that is. But like. together, they're lethal. Mm. You know, they're just. Yeah. Why has no one else realised that, though? Or people just. Well, people know, don't, it, but, yeah, it's but they just ignore it because it's not Nobody their problem. Wants to Rock the boat. Yeah. Rock the boat. Yeah, well, sometimes you have to. It's life. And like you said, I love that. That part of the problem. Rock the boat. Yeah, why not? Shake things up. Yeah. Keep it. You know. I've done it If you are working with people and people are like that, um, rather than if you have to talk with them, maybe it's talking about their behaviour rather than them. Yeah. Because that can help diffuse things as well. You know, it's not. So it's not you are bad. It's what you were doing actually maybe is not quite acceptable or whatever. So it's yeah. Not so particularly those ladies in particular I was thinking about, but sometimes it can help because it sometimes <coughs> it can feel a little bit daunting to say to people. But you know, with, uh, with a child, you wouldn't say to a child, you you're bad for doing that. You would say, you know, if you if by running off like that actually, you know, you put yourself in danger, mm-hmm. or it's that explaining what it is. So because sometimes you are dealing with children, mm-hmm. no matter how old yeah. they are, yeah. they yeah. are children. Is that, um, was it's it? mentality. Yeah. It's the pack. Yeah. I spoke to that like, before someone else. It was like a. Yes, the parent like, model, the, yeah. the parent. So yeah, sometimes yeah, exactly. you have to be the ad- you have to you yeah. are the parent to their child because exactly. when they're emotional, it's the child it that's come a, out, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. it, that's the reaction. So, it, you know, yeah, if you are feeling they are dealing with a child, then as you would with a child, you mm. talk about their their behaviour rather mm. than the person themselves. I, I think one of these ladies actually, sorry, I throw it, no, yeah, it, um, it, when she is being like that, it is like like I'm talking to yeah. a six or seven or eight year old. So, so it, but I think she, I think she sort of recognises it, but kind of can't help it. No, and absolutely, and it, you, you know, know this. And she can laugh again, about it. This could be something sort we could talk about another time. Is 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 different parts of ourselves when we when we are that emotional and we go to that place. We generally go to an age that we are stuck mm. at, yeah. and that's the part we function from, and that's why it sometimes feels like, well, why am I behaving like a child? 
because I'm stuck at that in that part of me. Mm. There's something like that, some need that hasn't been fulfilled that I actually, so that's where I go back to and that's what I'm triggered about. So yes, you could possibly be very dealing, very much dealing mm. with her six-year-old part. Wow. And we also, so when we, so when we react, it's quite interesting to think, how old do I feel? When I'm doing this, how old do I do? I feel like a teenager. Do I feel like a stroppy teenager? Well, the other day, I definitely felt like the oldest person. Yeah. I felt like the, I was yeah. doing that wrong because I was yeah. like, yeah. So being I was shocked actually because the the man that works there, he generally, like I said, is kind of on my side. But as soon as we went into that room, he started, and I was like, oh, yeah. just stop. <laughs> I was like, what? What's going on? Well, come on, man, you're supposed yeah. to be on my side. Yeah. I didn't say that. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. when you are feeling parental, think, right, I want to be a nurturing rather than a yeah. critical parent. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll talk about your behaviour rather than criticise you as a mm. person. I guess still how I deal with my daughter. Because exactly. actually I do, what you just said about addressing the behaviour, I feel like I automatically do that with mm. my daughter. I know she's not a horrible person. And, and actually, if I, you know, I catch myself out sometimes, like recently... She wasn't, she wasn't even doing anything wrong. It was just a something snapped, and I said, "Shut up!" like that. And I was like, oh, I was like what, "What are you doing?" And uh, her little face, like it was horrible. Um, she didn't cry. She just looked at me a bit like, you know, I was just having fun, Daddy. But I literally, like a minute or so later, I got down on my knees and I was like, "I'm, I'm sorry for shouting at you, darling." Yeah, okay. But I don't know why I did it. I said, "I was, Daddy was no, just be, being silly." Or something. But you've been triggered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, but part of the really important part of that was for you to make that rupture better. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Because that's the really important thing about teaching, and that's the mm. thing that we don't is it's okay to have disagreements. Yeah. It's how we come together. Yeah. I always try and yeah if I. Yeah, other times, other times it's warranted. You know, I've had to shout or raise my voice, but, that's what but then I'll always speak to her afterwards, yeah. and I I get down to her level and yeah. tell her, you know, and speak to her on a level because she yeah. understands me. Yeah, I know she does. So yeah, so sometimes yeah. when you have got people just think maybe I'm I'm dealing with children here. So how would I deal with this person as a child? Because then you can step out of it as well. You're not being dragged in. Yeah, I think we have to. Yeah, there's people. Yeah. Awesome. Thank Sorry, you. Sylvia. Okay. I felt I should clap all the time. Everybody did. Yeah, it was good. Let's see if we dropped the F bomb twice. That, that was the best bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're gonna remember. Flip the table, swearing. Yes. I'll have the sound effects in later. <laughs> yeah, of course it's been fun. Through crazy. <laughs> 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 this didn't happen this morning. This evening she's getting ratty. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Just stick them in the box is fine. I'll clean them up. I think with your one, I think I've done a lot of that. Yeah. Two ways you can look at it. If you want to be a most emotional mess, or you want to put that way, they're like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, between them, yeah. actually, between them, they've probably got the most um, experience. Yeah. Uh, across all three tables. Some are, some are. How to deal with the dirty ones. Yeah, and between those two, I think they've got the most experience. Two members of staff. Sometimes they're one of those. Yeah, because they've come from somewhere. They've got waivers. Yeah. 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 No, no, and I, I found it easy, actually. And, um, 
Hi guys, Big Coach Afro here. And Little Coach Farah here. And if you found our content useful, please consider subscribing to our podcast. You know, it makes sense. Get your phone out, get your laptop out, go to iTunes. If you're on Spotify, we're there too. And give us a subscribe. You know, it makes sense. See you guys soon. Get it done. Bye-bye. Bye.